Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to an edition of a show that we call iHeart the Ozarks. This is a half-hour-long show that we do across all five of our stations here at iHeartRadio in Springfield that focuses on a community, either uh, individuals or a group or a foundation or organization or whatever that's just doing a lot of good for our community. It airs every Sunday, and uh, super excited that you're excuse me that you're here listening not editing that part out by the way i'm leaving all the gross stuff in uh, it's a great time to introduce myself clint Gurley. hello hi if you're listening on alice 95.5 hopefully we're already buddies if you're listening on one of our sister stations whether it's um 105.9 kgbx us 97 1400 fox sports or 100.5 the wolf thank you so much for being here i'm excited because we're going to talk about music today and, and specifically music therapy with some folks here from music therapy of the ozarks julie cassidy is the president and founder, welcome to you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. And then Deborah Hartwig, you are the development director, which is such a generic term. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to get into what that's all about. Uh, if you could, one of you, just put into a very tiny little nutshell, we're talking like pistachio size, what music therapy the Ozarks is all about? What we, is that? We are about raising funds so that people can have access to music therapy services. Okay. All right. I'm excited to learn. I, I don't know anything about your organization, and that's not because of you. It's because of me and being very actively unactive. Uh, <laughs> and that's just the truth. I reclude to my home and I, I do nothing. Um, so I want to find out more about music therapy, but I want to make sure we get information out there. If folks are, 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 are unable to stick around for the entirety of this. What would be a great place for them to go to just to get information on their own time? They can go to our website. It's www.musictherapyoftheozarks.org. Okay, great. Let's talk about music therapy and, and the reasons why you, from the very beginning, Julie, started this whole thing. Okay. Um, I received a bachelor's degree in music therapy long, long ago, <laughs> and I my passion was working with people with developmental disabilities okay. using music. Um, I learned about that um, at some point. I had been involved in music all my life. And when I learned that there was such a profession that I could work with people that I, and that was what I wanted to do, but use my music as well, I was like, that's a perfect fit. So um, long story short, I came to Springfield in 2001 and started a private practice music therapy clinic called Center for Music Therapy and Wellness okay. um, in 2002. And I was constantly receiving calls from people who wanted to have music therapy services for their children who were having struggles of some kind. Um, but when I would tell them the cost of services, they really were disheartened sure. because they could not afford to pay for this out of pocket. Music therapy is not covered by insurance at this point in time. Um, so it's like the good that we could do, but when people couldn't pay for it, um, and people were asking me, are there any scholarships, any other funding that we could get to help us pay for this service? Yeah. And my answer was no. So it just planted a seed in my brain that I needed to help others to be able to have access to music therapy and have a way that they could 
um, receive scholarships to help them pay for the services. Can you explain what music therapy looks like? I, I, I have no idea besides okay. just turning something on in the car and just screaming as loud as I can before I get home around <laughs> my kids. You know, that kind of thing. Um, so music therapy is actually um, a therapy provided by a trained music therapist where we use music as a tool to work on non-musical goals and objectives. Okay. We work with people across the lifespan. So maybe from babies in the NICU all the way to people in hospice care. And what we're learning more and more about music is it's a whole brain process. So when we're engaged in music, we're activating the entire brain. So that helps people's learning, memory, motor skills. So many things are affected by that. Um, so a, a session, depending on who we're working with, might involve singing. It might involve playing instruments. It might involve um, some exercise to music, utilizing specific instruments. Um, it might involve learning an instrument itself. So if you think about attention and concentration and focus to learn to play a guitar or a piano um, and, and learning the instrument or teaching the instrument is not our ultimate goal, sure. but it is measuring and taking data on all of the things that are required by an individual to do that. So what does it look like when you're doing music therapy with a child in the NICU? So in the NICU, we're going to provide one, one intervention is called multimodal stimulation, where we're going to gently provide musical stimulation through the singing of lullabies okay. for babies. And then if they are tolerating that stimulation, we will um, add touch to that as well. So we're using music as a way to increase their tolerance to stimulation because those babies are, their whole sensory system is underdeveloped and they're not ready for the stimulation that they're getting. Another thing that they use is pacifier-activated lullaby. Okay. So when these babies will suck on a pacifier, the music therapist will sing a lullaby. Hmm. So what happens is the baby learns that they're controlling the music and they are enjoying the music stimulus. Yeah. And so they will suck on the pacifier longer, which helps them to increase the muscles needed for feeding, yeah. which then helps them to gain weight and get better or get out of the hospital sooner. What would be something, and I'm just kind of walk up the ladder here of ages, but just so I can kind of get the picture in my head. So that's that's what the NICU therapy might look like. What about for, for a kid who's in elementary school, like eight, nine years old? What is the traditional therapy you're, you're doing and, and seeing there? So one of the most important things is that we will do an assessment of a person, and then we will determine what they they need to work on and from there we will create interventions so one eight-year-old next to another eight-year-old it might be totally different sure. so if we're working on speech skills we're going to use singing um, how does singing help with that well often a person can sing we're activating a different part of the brain than the speech area of the brain okay and so a person can sing before or if they can't speak they can sing and it's just utilizing that the rhythm and the melody to help the brain transfer whatever they need, whatever needs to happen into speech. So we'll do twinkle, twinkle, little. Oh, am I supposed to continue? I, just as an example. Star. You want to sure. fill that in. Your yeah. brain is wanting to finish that yeah. phrase. Yeah. And so often we will use that kind of fill in the blank process and because the person just naturally wants to fill that in. Sure. So like children with autism, a lot of times we will sing those phrases, and if they're nonverbal, they will often sing that last word. 
So it's just utilizing that to increase their verbalizations. It's like that tick you have when you you almost have to let the melody resolve. You have to get to the fourth note, exactly. right? You got to let the exactly. thing resolve or like you're just going to be unsettled for the rest of the day. But yours is like a thing that actually exists and not just a dumb thing that we all do So then we will, we will eliminate the music gradually and try to have more and more speech without the music. Okay. So that's, that would be our Yeah, goal. this is super interesting stuff. What about like in an adult case? I know it's all case by case basis, but what are some examples of what music therapy looks like um, in some of those? Let's see. With um, we do a Parkinson's group with people with Parkinson's disease, okay. and we will um, exercise has been found to be very very helpful for them. So we will use uh, maybe drumming, playing different instruments to help them move their bodies in certain ways. Um, but yet they're also still playing a drum, and it's very rhythmic. So. The rhythmic stimulus is very um, helps them to control their muscle movement. Okay. Um, we will also play harmonicas, so we can adapt that playing so it's pretty easy and they can learn it pretty instantaneously. But that is helping their respiration. Oh wow! Because often they struggle with um, weak muscles in the respiration system. And so we're helping them kind of maintain their strength there. So, you know, if you, I don't know if you've ever played a harmonica, but when you're blowing in and blowing out, there's a lot of breath support, yeah. and a lot of control that needs to happen there. So that's just a couple of examples with them, as well as just maybe some fun cognitive music games um, and singing songs to help with memory. So we go to older adults and work with older adults in the assisted living facilities. Mm-hmm. And we work a lot on cognitive stimulation um, music is great for memory. Yeah. Um, you could probably remember if you hear a song, you remember yeah, where, maybe you, where you first heard that yeah, song. Yeah, where you were, what you so were doing to it. We can use music stuff, a sure. lot to um, help them recall memories and maybe share some of those memories with their family or their friends that are in the assisted living facilities. Yeah. Um, or even dancing, you know, dancing to those favorite songs and. Um, so we use a lot of their favorite music. So a music therapist has to learn music across a wide variety sure. of time and genres. Mac so. the Knife to Ariana Grande. <laughs> All pretty much that right there, right? Deborah, we haven't heard from you. You're the development director. I haven't asked you any questions. That's why it's not your fault for just sitting there. Uh, what what is what is your role within music therapy of the Ozarks? Well, um, I am an advocate for the organization, and so I'm trying to get the message out on what Music Therapy of the Ozarks uh, supports and funds. And then I also uh, try to partner with our local community uh, business owners and groups to um, raise funds for those scholarships yeah. and those grants. Deborah also knows how to work the color printer because you brought in a lot of things today. What'd you bring in? Yeah. What is all this stuff here? Well, uh, we we are getting ready to um, have our second annual Rock and Roll Bike and Music Festival All that right. we're very, very excited about. And that will happen on October 12th. Um, it will be at the Riff. Uh, it's a 40, 20, and 10-mile bike ride that will start and um, end at the Rift. Okay. And then Bambinos will be providing dinner. Nice. And then we will, uh, after during dinner, we'll have the Smoky Folk Trio will be performing. And then we have a couple of our clients that uh, love music and love to perform, and so they'll be there. And then that leads right into uh, Nadia, and then our headlining band will be uh, the Dirty 
Saints. Awesome. And so this event is um, a nice little blend of music and bike ride along the uh, ride at the rest stops. We will have musicians playing. Oh, cool. And uh, one of our clients uh, loves the national anthem, and he's going to sing it to um, have the riders kick off their rounds. Nice. And so we're just tickled to death to share that information. Yeah, it's really, really neat. Um you know, I've heard we used to do uh, in San Diego where I grew up. Uh, they always did a rock and roll marathon mm. where along the route, like it wasn't, you know, they had the hardcores that want to actually run and enjoy that. You know, <laughs> I don't understand those people. But uh, then they would have, you know, the stops every couple miles or so and they'd be playing and stuff like that. So it's cool to hear that it's something kind of similar with a bike ride here, which, by the way, bike riding is so much more fun than running. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, which is so great. <laughs> so that's cool. Again, uh, date on that. And then where can folks go to get, I guess, what all the information printed on this okay. lovely sheet? Um, well, October 12th mm-hmm. um, is the event. And registration for the bike riders starts at noon. And you can find you can register and find more information out at bikeandmusicfest.org. Bikeandmusicfest.org. Uh-huh. Very and cool. then if you um, are, you know, biking's not your thing, but music is, well, you can come and enjoy just the concert. And yeah. so we have concert-only tickets for $15. It's a super cool venue over there, too. Uh, yes. Classic Rock Coffee at the Riff, which is, you know, right next door. It's a really, I mean, it's cool that we've got a size room that big in town that's made that way. It's very cool. Yeah, we're yeah. we're tickled to death to be working with them, and um, you're right. It's such a great venue um, to have all of that indoors so that we don't have to worry about the weather or Absolutely. anything like that, yeah. and uh, we're hoping that we'll fill it up. It's cool that Bambinos is doing food, too. We went there. Uh, my wife and I had a date night, uh, no kids, date night, Wow, like two weeks ago. It's the first one in like since our son was born, I think, which is nine months ago, and uh and we made the mistake. Awake? We made the. I know, right? We did it in the middle of the afternoon, and we made the mistake of going to Bambinos. And I say mistake only because we went on MSU move-in weekend, oh. and we went to the one right by the campus. Mm, yeah, on Delmar. Everybody and their parents were there. Like it was just you know one of those literally date night. Their parents. Yeah, literally their parents were there. The ones that was a bunch of freshmen, and then mom and dad who all had gone to the bookstore <laughs> and had bought their shirts, and we just showed up, and we were actually in MSU gear too. So it was a kind of fit in, but it was nice. Uh, but yeah, fantastic food. What is the thing that they have there? The mushroom, the mushroom ravioli that mm, they do? Yeah. Yes. Solid stuff. Well, you guys food. picked out some good ones. Yeah. Um, let's talk about, so so we know uh, how you started everything, Julie. By the way, let me reset just quickly. Uh, we're talking about music therapy of the Ozarks. We've got Julie and we've got Deborah, uh, both from music therapy of the Ozarks. Julie's the founder. Deborah, just like an unpaid volunteer, I guess. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And uh, they got a really, really neat event coming up called the, the Rock and Roll Bike Ride. Is that what I call it? Bike and Music Fest. Bike and Music Fest. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No problem. The Bike and Music Fest uh, coming up on October the 12th. Uh, information for that is bikeandmusicfest.org. And then, of course, the website for Music Therapy of the Ozarks is musictherapyoftheozarks.org uh, if you want to get information there. So you founded it. Tell me about your background in music. You just loved it your whole life? Was it a family thing or what? I guess it was a family thing. My mom put me in piano lessons starting at oh, don't age worry about seven. That. Mine goes and, off all the time on the air. Um, <laughs> I played piano all the way through till I was, you know, ready to go to college. So how come you could stick with it and I gave up after four weeks? Which my was mom the, wouldn't quite, let me quit. I had it a required. I had a required minimum. 
And I was like, what is this, four weeks? Great, we're done. There was a time, trust me, there was a time I'm like, I just want to quit. She's like, I've paid too much money. (laughs) You're not quitting now. So I kept going. And clearly, I mean, you've gotten into the music field. You've created this music therapy program. Um, Outside of that, though, is it like algebra where if you didn't do this, you would have no purpose for this whatsoever? Or does it actually, do you think, piano itself? I'm just asking because I got kids now and they're going to want to do I push them to get into music, that kind of thing? Is it? Does it have a there benefit is, there is afterwards? Evidence, research that being involved in music helps our entire lives. Yeah. So um, kids who are involved in music tend to do better in college. Okay. They tend to do better in their professions. Um, I haven't, you know, I've read some of that just off the top of my mind. I think it really fosters again brain development because Mm -hmm. music is activating the entire brain if you think about all of the skills required to um to happen at one time in your brain when you're playing an instrument it's just a lot there's a lot going on there and i think that's really good training yeah um also it fosters discipline so kids who are involved in music are typically your your more disciplined kids and then they're just hanging out with a really good group of people that's true too can't really practice piano on the corners, you know. That's right. Deborah, what about you? What is it about music and specifically this organization that you just, I'm in on this, man. This is what I'm going to put some time into. Well, um, I have, my heart's always been a nonprofit. And I guess I just love to service and I love this community. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say we're a big, small town. And so the generosity that is here is huge. Um, And it's, you know, I I mean, we all want a purpose. And I, Julie needed some help. And so I came on board and and I tell the story all the time that, you know, I was all about the the process and the paperwork and the, you know, the activities. And then um, at last year's event, I had been on staff uh, maybe six months and I, I got to watch some of our clients perform on stage, and um, that's when my heart connected nice. with what I was doing. And mm. so now there's no going back. I see our purpose. I see how we are changing lives and giving voices to those who choose not to have a voice or maybe can't have a voice or are just challenged with communicating. And when you see the uh, sheer delight and joy uh with these kids and and um, all across the lifespan, obviously, but see them perform and see themselves not with any handicaps or any disabilities, and it's it's so inspiring and so mo- moving. Yeah. And I, my goal now is to get everybody out in the community to experience what I've experienced. Yeah. Well, and what a cool event with this, um, you know, rock and roll bike and music festival i'm just reading off the sheet at this point no that's not what it's called i'm sorry um but uh, to have featured not only other bands but but clients of yours as well how do you guys typically get your clients is it uh, through referrals or referrals word of mouth um people just getting on the internet and searching for you know maybe they've heard about music therapy um from another type of therapist that they have um, so yeah, just hmm. a lot of word of mouth. How many, I mean, I'm not trying to like get into your numbers or anything like that, but I mean, how big of a, how big of a program is this that we're talking about here? How many clients are you guys typically um, seeing? For the Center for Music Therapy and Wellness probably serves over 300 clients a week. Wow. 
um, you know, and that's including all of our groups sure. and um, going out to assisted living facilities. Music therapy of the Ozarks, it's probably better to look at our numbers in terms of dollars mm-hmm. that we have funded. And in the really four years of our existence, I, we started about five years ago, but it took a while to get all that yeah, of paperwork and to kind of get yeah. off the ground. We funded over $80,000 yeah. in um, money for services, yeah. and that includes providing um, or funding music therapy at the NICU at Cox Health, um, funding um, Victory Mission. We started a homeless choir at Victory Mission, and that's been a really, really neat thing to do. Um, we have funded some music therapy at Isabel's, um, Isabel's house, and um, a little, just a small amount um, for a summer camp at Lost and Found Grief Center. Oh, okay. So those are a few of mm-hmm. the things that we have funded, and um, we also fund through a, another nonprofit that works with in providing funds for Alzheimer's care. We have funded um, music therapy at one of the assisted living centers. Yeah. Um, anyway, but. You know, I think there there are so many more people that we can reach, and the more funds that we can raise, the more money we can provide for scholarships. And um, at this point, um, you know, we just want to be be able to raise more money and provide these funds for people to receive music therapy services. And we're a volunteer organization, and as you've well pointed out, Deborah's pretty much a <laughs> unpaid volunteer. Aren't and- you all though? I mean, <laughs> truthfully, let's be honest about nonprofit work for a second. You're pretty much unpaid volunteers, regardless of what the title is. So, so. I teach music therapy at Drury University, yeah. and then manage this music therapy clinic. So um, we we're, we're we're busy, and but we're mm. having fun doing yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. super cool. All right. The show is In Touch with the Ozarks. That's not the name. We changed the name uh, six months ago. It's called I Heart the Ozarks, everybody. Not going to edit that out either. <laughs> uh, my name is Clint Gurley from Alice955. See how I immediately own it afterwards, though? Yeah. Not going to change it. I made a mistake, but then here's my name. Email in if you want. Uh, yes, Clint Gurley from Alice955. Music Therapy of the Ozarks is who we're talking about today. Um, letting folks know, uh, like you listening, what it is all about. Because I, I truthfully have no idea what music therapy is. My wife... Um, is the director of behavioral health at Jordan Valley and for all their clinics and stuff. Or I said director, she's the assistant director. I shouldn't say that. Sorry um, to her boss. But um, uh, music therapy is very foreign to me. Her type of therapy, d- talking, you know, and then the, they have some uh, like child therapies, play therapies, that kind of stuff. But just the talking therapy, I get that. But how music therapy helps, the only example that I had, and you mentioned Alzheimer's a couple minutes ago, was... Um, that moment when a song comes on and all of a sudden they're back. And I've heard so many stories with yeah. Alzheimer's patients. Mm-hmm. We hear something on the radio and it's something from when they were a kid and then all of a sudden they're back for a moment. We haven't been there for days, but they're back in that moment. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's very powerful. And, I, and I'm curious, what does the breakdown look like when, when I know you say that it's a, you can apply music therapy to a lot of different issues. Um, what what are the, like, the top ones that you're seeing music therapy applied to the most though um as far as different populations sure since yeah. you mentioned your wife working at jordan valley behavioral sure. health i'm going to talk about that for a minute okay so we work a lot with adolescents who are in substance abuse treatment or maybe even in detention mm-hmm. and um think about how much music they listen to in their life um so we can use music um kind of as a partner with talk therapy but we can do lyric analysis so that's what we call it as an intervention okay but we'll listen to some music um hand them the lyrics um something that is really relatable to something they're dealing with and struggling with in their lives and then just 
kind of use that as a as a stimulus to lead to discussion. Yeah. How do they relate to it? Um, you know, we might talk about the songwriter. What yeah. was the songwriter telling us? What were they struggling with in their lives? So it's a really great impetus to get them to want to verbalize because sometimes they're not really excited to emote. Yeah. Do you, so you, do you have certain issues and songs attached to them, like go-to songs that you know you could play for this kind of lyric analysis or whatever? Yes. Do you yes, really? Yes. Do we play any of them here? I'm so curious about what songs you, you I'm sure now. you do because you what's know, like a good one for like boozing for alcoholism? Do you have a go-to oh, for that? Man. He's putting you on the spot. drug drug yeah, drug addiction is. something like that. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, I'll have to like call a friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I just putting you on the spot truthfully, but that's really cool. Uh, I would imagine that the songs are relatable and probably something that they've heard before or in the same genre as these mm-hmm. kids or teens are listening to or mm-hmm. whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, that's really, really cool. So if we're working with adults with the same thing, we're probably going to use different songs because we want to use music preferences. Mm-hmm. And the music preferences always change, um, you know, according to age and just who we are. Yeah. So we are always um, targeting that music preference of um, the group or individual that we're working with. Yeah. So we can do songwriting with um, adolescents. Is that how does that's that help? Really pow- powerful. It's just another way to get them to express. That's a little safer, yeah. rather than just sitting in front of a therapist. And no, no discredit oh, to no, therapy, but um, it, it's kind of and it also gets their creative avenue, um, g- gives them a creative outlet. So they're not just talking about their feelings, but they're writing a song. We might then record that song, have them play it, record it, sing it. Um, and then they can hear it back. Hmm. So um, very, very powerful and a really good avenue for helping them to work through and and kind of come to terms with some of the things they're struggling with in their lives. It sounds like Music Therapy of the Ozarks, what you guys do is custom fit literally everything you do to your client, right? Like, Correct. So, so all these, you have, and, and kind of a, a, a lot of different tools at your disposal. It's not just... You know, when I talk about my, my wife and how she does therapy, it's typically same setting, but it's a technique, like a little change in technique. Maybe it's, you know, motivational interviewing that she needs to get them to come out with mm-hmm. what they've got or maybe, you know, some other form. But with you guys, it sounds like it sounds like I've never been to music therapy, the Ozarks in the building or whatever, but the compound, I'm just going to call it that. It seems like you go inside and there's just like nothing but a big blank room and then anybody who comes in there you're just like okay here's what we're going to do with the room now you pull out all the different things and you do whatever and that sounds really really cool and 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 customized and i'm sure uh, extremely helpful for them which is really neat yeah Yeah. so we use we have a lot of instruments we have a lot of guitars pianos drums um striking instruments you know rhythm instruments um blowing instruments a melodica that you know literally a person blows in and there's like a little keyboard um, just a wide variety of things because we're we're using anything musically that we can use to help reach our goals. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about your event one more time, and then we'll get to whatever we missed here. But just give the dates and time. No, I took the thing here. This, this is the sheet pack. <laughs> but for folks who want to get involved, what a great way to do it on an introductory level uh, and going to have a, a lot of fun with this too. So go ahead, Deborah. Tell folks about it. It's the Rock and Roll Bike and Music Festival. It's our second annual, and it's going to be held on October 12th um, at the Riff, which is over by Classic Rock Coffee on Sunset in Kansas. And uh, it's a 40, 20, and 10-mile bike ride. Uh, Registration starts at noon. 
Um, and then along the ride, we have music uh, provided by local community musicians. Um, and then they'll in, come back to the riff after uh, their ride, and we'll have dinner by Bambinos, provided by Bambinos. And um, the... Um, Smoky Folk. Uh, Smoky Folk Trio will perform over the dinner hour, and then our clients will perform a couple of songs in the break, and then we'll lead right into Nadia and then the Dirty Saints for the evening. So Super we'll cool. rock it out all the way to 11 o'clock that night. And you don't have to be into bike riding to do it because you guys just have concert-only right tickets that you yes, folks can get. Yes, $15. You can come and just listen to the concert. Website to get all the info there and grab tickets is? is bikeandmusicfest.org. Cool. And Clint, I just want to tell everyone that we've done something really fun this year. That we have some, we've had some socks designed for our event. Okay. And the first hundred people to register will get a free pair of socks with the bike, the bike ride logo on them. And and um, we're really uh, want to thank Bicycle Outlet and the TwoFries.com Realty for sponsoring these socks. So I think this is a neat addition. So the first cool. hundred to register will receive, receive a free pair of socks. That's super cool. Uh, what haven't we talked about that you guys wanted to make sure that we mentioned? Well, I just wanted to give an example. So you could, uh, the listeners could actually go to YouTube and um, Google or search for Gabby Gifford. Um, that it was the congresswoman yeah. in Arizona that was shot. Um, well, there is a video of her uh, with her speech therapist, um, and she is struggling with just the word light, like mm -hmm. light in the sky type light. And she's very frustrated, and you witness that, and then her therapist says, okay, don't worry about that. Let's sing a song. And they sing This Little Light of Mine, and she sings every word. Wow. And so that is something that the listeners can go and check out and see music therapy in action. Yeah. Well, that's that's awesome because I, I know for me, having no prior knowledge um, and going through example after example early, I appreciate you walking me through that. It'll be cool to see a video for that, too. Deborah and Julie, thank you guys so much for thank being you. here. Thank, thank you. you so much I told you it would us. go by really fast, even though it's, a, it's like a refrigerator in here. You've got to talk to stay and warm. I got heated up. So, well done. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, for more information, the website is musictherapyoftheozarks.org. Uh, and thank you so much for listening. This is iHeart the Ozarks. We have uh, all of our back episodes that run every Sunday uh, on our iHeartRadio app. It's free. Just go find them. Just look for iHeart the Ozarks. You'll see it there. For myself, Clint Gurley, have a great rest of your day.